0: Um, hang on, for, for, as a status report I am halfway through a bottle of wine so strong we'll, we'll, um, see, how, we'll see how I'm how like go. a
1: quarter way through this bottle of gin and tonic so
0: a bottle of gin and tonic I've literally filled up a prep water bottle <laughs> that is the most excellent yeah. thing it's a prep bottle full of gin and tonic
1: it's, uh, it's pretty delicious it's,
0: pre- it's pretty a uh, pretty basic bitch mate
1: yeah I am a basic bitch though
0: Hello, I'm Simon and I'm Dan and this is the Wikicast, a podcast where Wikipedia takes us to a random article each week and we talk about what we find. Daniel, what are we talking about this week? This week, Simon, we are talking about
1: Lithuania at the 2010 Summer Youth Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> We're <laughs> back! We're here! Oh, <laughs> that's a
0: solid entrance into this the canon. This is how we do it oh man what a so lithuania at the 2010 summer Summer youth Youth olympics
1: Olympics. yeah why is that an article i have no i have no idea but i'm
0: sure it's gonna tell you some stuff well before we should probably explain our our, our, i was about to say appearance then i remembered it was a podcast yeah good one Um, yeah we should probably explain our audible um appearance um With uh, the fact that we made a promise last episode, uh, which was quite a while ago now. We've, we've been busy boys. Last, last, last. last year, wasn't it? It was. I haven't, I haven't talked to you since last yeah. year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, friend. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, and basically last year, we said that uh, we would do an episode where we get hammered uh, and then record an episode. Uh, if... Mm. Sorry if we um, if members of Morty. the um, sorry we, we gotta we gotta take down the Imperium Morty um, if people donated to the stream which I appeared on on uh, the Oxcast Cast Jingle Jam uh, which people did it was it brought me great pleasure to be live at like the Cast HQ and to be like oh the Wikicast people are here um, mm. and people are like and they were like somebody i think the first one came in and said it was you know this is for the drunk wiki cast simon and they were like what's that and i was like well let me tell you about my podcast um so people donated to charity which is very very kind and uh to say thank you for that we uh, have gotten quite drunk um mm. uh what's your what's your tipple of choice currently dan uh
1: i'm currently drinking quite strong gin and tonic out of a uh... Fret water bottle.
0: Possibly the most basic bitch thing I've ever heard. He, you are Exeter personified right now.
1: For I, I, I am the most basic of bitches.
0: <laughs> Whereas I am, I am drinking red wine. Uh, I have a Hardy's uh, Crest. Um, fun fact, uh, I, I, I bought this the other day. Um, and uh, when, when purchasing this wine, I actually broke uh, one of the bottles of wine uh, in the shop in Tesco. Like, I, I picked one up, tried to... Uh, I'd knocked something on the floor by accident. Like, I'd done those... Like, a jerky thing that they have, like, on the side of aisles. And um, I just dropped the bottle of wine. Uh, and, um, wow. Uh, you, were, you were that guy. I was that guy. And they didn't make me pay for it. They, did, they didn't make me pay for the fact that I broke another bottle of wine, which was very Jesus. nice of them. Yeah. Um, but I've never done that before. Tesco.
1: This podcast is proudly sponsored by Tesco.
0: Thank you, Tesco. Um, I'm sure they've got, they've got money to spare.
1: Tesco. That every... Every little bit of the things help. What oh. is it? Something like, that.
0: Something, like that. something like that. So I am currently about 80% through a bottle, uh, a bottle of wine. And then after that, I have some special mead. Courtesy mm. of Hero of the Imperium um, and Protectorate of the co- the podcast Dan Hanvey, um, Viking can confirm you haven't had any, have you? No, I have. I, I had some on the jingle oh, jam. You've opened it, um, oh, so I, I know that it is it is divine, incredibly sweet uh, and, yeah. and lovely. It's like it's like a very sweet whiskey. I think was how you described it, which is banging.
1: Yeah. It's uh, super tasty though. He um, came he came down to to mine, and we um we basically spent an evening. by the time he got to mine in the evening. I think my housemate and I were through like a bottle of wine each and Mm -hmm. then we had that and then we went and got Chinese takeaway with from, and we, I introduced him to the funny clock. Oh, the
0: clock. Oh, my favorite clock in the world. The best clock. Oh, the best, the monster clock. Um, yeah, but, um, for the, like for the record, I, 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 this was a while ago now, but I remember being, uh, um, Michael, our, our musical director who lived at the, at the cathedral at his house and, um. I had two whole bottles of wine and Pixel Girl was there at the time and she just looked at me and was like, why are you absolutely fine? Like, how has this not had an effect on you? Um, I feel like at the time, because it was the middle of the PhD, I was drinking quite a lot. Um, So this, because I haven't actually drunk that much all, for, for, since basically Christmas, I, I've been quite quite good. I haven't been teetotal, but I, I haven't been drinking that much. So I imagine that once this hits me, uh, which it will probably, it might have already hit me. Uh, I'm not sure. Mm. We'll have a fun fun old time. Um, a gay old time. A gay gay old time. Well, tell me tell me Dan about Lithuania at the at the the esports twenty. It's the youth esports. What was it again?
1: The 2010 Summer Youth Olympics. Summer
0: Youth Olympics, 2010. So right. without
1: further ado, let's jump right in. Right, okay. Lithuania participated in the 2010 Summer Youth Olympics in Singapore City, Singapore. 24, just in case you're wondering,
0: 24 <laughs> athletes. <laughs> well, the is there, you know how like there's loads of Londons all over the world? Like, uh, is there yeah. a Singapore city anywhere else? Probably. Hang on. Is there is, on, Singapore for other uses see Singapore disambiguation um, there is right so, oh, lots of India there are a few places called Singapore mm. um, including a place in South Africa and, and a ghost town a town entirely populated by ghosts in Michigan wow well, I, oh. I said that as a joke but it turns out there, there really are lots of places called Singapore or Singpur Singpur Punjab Put job. Why are you saying that? Like um, uh, one of the things in Hearthstone is that uh, oh god, what is it? The guy that goes job done. Oh yeah, um, zog zog and uh, stuff like that.
1: Right. What is the what it's is the, that? Um, It's a peon and uh and like it's it's the oh god, this is World of Warcraft. Um, it's a basically like the lackeys, like the basic t plebs yeah. who carry wood chop wood move it from here to there um for the horde they're called uh peons and then in for the humans i think they're just called like slave or something i don't know but yeah they make mm. that noise that's when you'd click on them they'd say job done or sog sog <laughs> um, okay I, I never knew that i've learned something already this podcast there you go and it and, and once again it has nothing to do with the right article we're about. <laughs> okay we're back we
0: we're back everyone
1: seven track and field athletes four basketball players three swimmers two boxers right right. let me let me
0: stop you right there okay let me stop you four basketball players from lithuania went to the summer youth olympics in 2010 yeah how many people are there on a basketball team because i'm guessing it's more than four so did they field a team of four people against like a full basketball team Like, are they that good? They were that confident? They didn't even bother with the rest of the country. They were just like... Or are there only four people in Lithuania under the age of 18 who play (laughs) basketball?
1: Basketball at the 2010 Summer Youth Olympics has its own different set of rules.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: I'll briefly outline those rules now. Only half of the basketball court is used for each game. What? Each team consists of three players and a substitute. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) the team must attempt a shot for goal in 10 seconds what the is this game this isn't basketball.
0: What? Like, but what was this specific to the 2010... Did they just have some experimental rules in 2010? The ball must be taken out
1: of the three-point line and touched by two teammates, ball receiver or dribbler, <laughs> and one other teammate
0: before a shot can be attempted. The balls must be touched by two teammates, one of whom yeah. must be a dribbler. The dribbler yeah. must dribble on the ball. The
1: guiv- The dribbler takes the quaffle <laughs> and throws <laughs> it to the, to the wide receiver. To
0: the deep-throater. It's quite simple, yeah. really.
1: And remember, as 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 our saviour Wickham taught us, um, it's only gay if the it's gay if the balls touch. It's only gay and if it's, the balls touch. Yeah, and it's not gay if you back in.
0: No, 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 no. It is gay if you back in. Oh, it is gay if you back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if oh, what shit. kind of if you were being <laughs> f- in the arse, Dan. If you were being f- in the arse and you backed into it, would a straight man do that? I wouldn't, I don't think. Unless I wanted to, to convince... Unless there were some external circumstances. I don't want to... Brought, there are probably lots of little footnotes to this statement. But if I, I don't feel like a straight person would back up if they were being f***ed in the arse. That is... Okay. That, that, that's my thesis. That's, that's great. <laughs> so that's, that's, <laughs> that's really good. So the 2010, the 2010 Youth Olympics in singapore city the one in singapore um had its own weird set of basketball rules so they only needed four people one of whom was a dribbler yeah
1: okay at least one so four basketball players so one of those basketball players would have been the sub i guess right
0: yeah yeah otherwise lithuania doesn't doesn't give a about the rules they're like three people we'll just bring four two boxes
1: or briefs depending on your choice Two uh, two modern pentathlon athletes, two judo athletes, one gymnast, one rower, one canoeer, and one sailor. And they
0: all took part in the battle royale in Singapore yeah. City? Hello, sailor. Um, if you if, so... if there was a battle royale between all like it, it, say it's like the Hunger Games. Yeah. And like all the, there's one representative of every Olympic sport, like the best person in the world at that sport. Who do you think would win? Either the pentathlon athletes or the judo so okay can you explain your can you explain your diagram young man
1: the pentathlon athletes are going to have great stamina and foresight i think and hindsight probably and hindsight they've got great sight yeah. 2020 2020
0: hindsight um, and foresight yeah the judo athletes <laughs> will will kill you yeah, are just like we got the all rounders then we got the murderers. <laughs> yeah. Well, track and field, basket. the basketball players are going to be dead before the game
1: begins. Let's They'll be, be mistaken serious. for
0: trees, you know. They'll like accidentally the get hit best. by a
1: bus on the way in or something.
0: And The three swimmers, f*** it. I mean, swimming only gets you so far, <laughs> literally. Bear in mind, Dan, that one of the winners of the Hunger Games literally disguised himself as a rock. Like, his skill set was cake decoration <laughs> before he went in. Yeah. It's
1: basically... Cake decorating and 2010 Summer Youth Olympic basketball are the
0: same. <laughs> yeah. um, but the sw- the swimmers can get. But, but you say that. But like swimmers, swimmers have great endurance. They've got great musculature all round. They've got one of the best bodies of any like Olympic athlete.
1: Yeah, but judo is just going to kick him in the head.
0: But, why, some, but why, why? Why Why not something like taekwondo or boxing? Like, what makes because you say they're judo? Not,
1: they're not in the Summer Youth Olympics.
0: I, I thought there were boxers there were boxers no, or uh, there
1: was, there's, bo- there's boxers yeah but not um, boxers they don't have they won't have their gloves
0: but the thing I think like boxers are more like straight up killers than judo judo people just flip you over they're like a robot in robot wars that only has a flipper a boxer is like someone with a pickaxe in robot wars they, they, mm. their only mode is aggression they've just got to like whittle you down with relentless punches or
1: the or sailor axes. and the canoe are also f***ed
0: great upper body strength but
1: yeah one, one sailor one rower one canoeer. So maybe they'll all team up
0: and make, like
1: a, make a super boat. The Aquatics
0: and... Ultra Team.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, like from personal experience, the rower might win because they might just get their daddy to buy everybody off. Um, yeah, like you know, unless there's another. Is there, are there? Were there any polo players? Do you think if there's a polo pair, that well, that person's won? They've got the most money. Yeah. Is there
1: sadly no polo.
0: I wonder, is is there a is there like a distribution of which Olympian I'm just googling this, which Olympic sport is richest? I just wonder because in my head it's um is it's gonna be polo, but I don't I don't have any um like
1: Oh, Oh, here's a kind of cool thing. Yeah. So the 2010 Summer Youth Olympics. I've heard of it. That was the first edition. Of the Youth Olympic Games, and th- that's the Youth Olympic Games, YOG.
0: Oh my God!
1: Uh, full fucking circle.
0: The, the YOGs Games.
1: Yeah, wow. Youth Olymp. Yeah, um, Youth the Youth Olympic Games. Wow. I've actually,
0: I, you know, I wasn't expecting this, but I I have found um, an article where basically um, it's the five Olympic sports where being rich matters the most and what the, what the, this is from the Atlantic and they've done a thing where they look at the um, income effect of um, uh, different sports and the, high, the five highest sports are sailing, swimming rowing, I was, this is by the way going from five to one, sailing, swimming rowing, judo and cycling hmm. so yeah. cyclists apparently have the biggest advantage for being richest
1: I guess because they have to have money to buy the drugs,
0: right? I suppose so. And the bike. Like yeah, you know those things are not. If change. you have enough, if you have enough drugs, you don't need the bike. <laughs> just, there's like there's ten people in the Olympic final for, for cycling going around the velodrome. It's like the sprints. and There's nine people on bikes, and then there's Chris, who's just hyped up on drugs. Like you would not believe how off his tits Chris is, and Chris is just going to run at like fifty kilometers per hour around mm. the velodrome, banking around the turns. Um, it's true, yeah. Imagine if you have enough drugs, you could probably run as fast as a bike. I have no idea if that's yeah. actually true. <laughs> well, that's another video, I think. But uh, the, the, the Yogg, Youth Olympic Games. Because, of course, Yogg's mm. cast comes from Yoldi goon squad. Goon squad, yeah. yeah. Um, did I say, by the way, that I, I met Simon? I finally had a chat with Simon. Oh, no. Yeah, so, like... um. Uh, I've talked to Lewis a bunch um, and like we live streamed together twice actually and and I just had an email today we're going to try and organise something in um, February I um I bumped into Simon on the street the day before I live streamed and literally he saw me and went oh (laughs) <laughs> like it was like because for context he was very ill he had like uh, he'd lost his voice completely and like he was feeling very poorly he saw me on the street and clearly went oh a fan um, like but then i chatted to him and he was super lovely and like i was just like thank you for everything and like for in my head he is one of the good guys on the internet like when i see him on my timeline it's either what what memory is this? Or how is Simon demonstrating that he's a good man? Um, mm. And I told him that and he was just like, that's basically the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. So thank you. Um, hmm. But well, except it didn't sound like that. It was like, that's basically the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. It was like, it was like someone who's spent a, a decade nonstop shouting, tried to whisper. Um, it was, it was quite something, but yeah, I feel like I've, I've now met both Simon and Lewis and had a chat to them, which is, um, Crikey. kind of cool did you how much of the jingle jam did you catch by the way
1: i got bits and bobs i remember i managed to come home one day and i had like a i had like half an hour free so i managed to catch the stream with you and lewis and i donated and then oh yeah to yeah, go yeah, off yeah. again to sing um i, I saw bits I, I i finished watching the highlights reel of the uh, poker the poker final oh yeah um where where mr brindley himself uh
0: one, which is the marvellous. But I didn't really see a great deal of it. Like, there's just so much of it is the problem now. I think like back in the day when we started watching the Jingle Jam, it was like a couple of streams here and there. It was probably about 10 hours over all of December that you were like, mm. I'm going to catch up on that because it's going to be good. Whereas like now god knows how many hours there are it's probably like 40 or 50 hours of legitimately high quality streams that i'd be interested in and like i've only just about got on top of it having watched a lot of it live like i've watched a lot of the vods and and stuff like that there's just there's just so much it's just become so big um mm-hmm. and hopefully i will add to that problem in future years i i hope that this is the year when i will be doing a um a whole bunch of stuff uh with the OGs. I'm um, i'm I'm really quite excited actually i th- I think there's a lot of stuff which we could do together including i won't um i don't know if i should spoil this for the podcast but there's an idea of how with hat films to do with crisps i think i've mentioned this to you before mm. uh, which i am super excited about because it's probably the most disgusting idea i've ever had hmm uh, but we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. Um, that is exciting. But um, yes. Okay. So bring us back to the Yog Olympics, then Yog Ventures, if you will.
1: So I'm trying to get like a summary of, of of how Lithuania actually did. Right. And so they got four medals. Good. It's more than I've got. They had 24 competitors in 10 sports. They got three gold medals and a bronze medal.
0: They got three gold medals. Like there's no. Yeah that's that's really good they didn't
1: come back to the uh youth olympics until 2014 and then again in 2018
0: wait how frequently are the youth olympics held uh, presumably yeah good point it's every four years yeah that's why they didn't come back <laughs> i was gonna be like oh wow they must have done something they were like you're not welcome to come back for four years until the next <laughs> yeah. olympics
1: Again, brain isn't isn't firing on all cylinders, it's safe to say. Oh, God. Um, in, in, in 2014, they did really very well. They got three gold medals, two silver medals, and two bronze medals.
0: Well done, Lithuania.
1: Last year, they had one of each.
0: Wow, okay, so that's quite a precipitous decline then.
1: Yeah. They competed in athletics, gymnastics, uh, modern pentathlon, rowing, shooting, swimming, table tennis, and weightlifting, and references.
0: <laughs> <laughs> References is one of those those sports that I've heard so much about, but I know very little. You know, yeah. Um, there is actually an article called "Sport in Lithuania," which is, um, I imagine, incredibly general. But it says um, it says among the most popular sports in Lithuania are basketball, football, athletics, and cycling. Um, I, wow. I don't, is that reflected in the in the medal hall from the 2010 Youth Olympics? So I think
1: basketball is like a massive thing for Lithuania anyway. Oh. Um they came 5th. Um however in boxing they came they got the gold medals in boxing.
0: Cuz presumably basketball is always going to be won by America. Like
1: yeah, and they won in rowing as well. They got a gold medal in rowing. Oh, no, that's impressive.
0: Because I, I, yeah. I, I follow rowing a little bit, and, like, Lithuania is not a country that I would associate with rowing. Like, the classic rowing countries are the UK, Australia, Netherlands, and America. Like, those are the, so, those are the big ones. It
1: was interesting. Okay, so uh, in, in the 2010 Summer Youth Olympics, basketball specifically, um, the boys' boxing... Uh, Serbia took gold Croatia took silver and Greece took bronze in the girls boxing China took gold Australia took silver and the US took bronze
0: China won a gold in boxing that's just yeah that isn't I would not have expected that like without resorting to, to national stereotypes just that's that's not quite what I would have expected like China's medal hall to come from yeah wow so hang on, where were Lithuania's medals won then? You said in the twenty ten. You said rowing was they
1: one. won two in uh, two in boxing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: lightweight and light light welterweight. Okay, so they got two golds there. They got a bronze in individual judo, classic. One of the people that would win the Hunger Games. Yeah, they got a bronze in modern pentathlon. Uh, they got a gold in rowing.
0: Yeah, I just
1: and that is it's
0: interesting that the basketballs come up because I think I actually know somebody from Lithuania Um, there was a guy who I lived like he was he lived across from me across the quad from me in Oxford in first year called Martinch and he was I'm pretty no he was Latvian he was Latvian never mind (laughs) Uh, someone's got to be yeah someone's got to be I know a little bit about both countries and I, I apparently didn't know enough to not mix them up um Yeah, okay, I know nothing about Lithuania. No, Lithuania, the, the capital of Lithuania is... Oh my god. It's not Vilnius because that's Estonia. Oh, is it Ljubljana? No idea. Hang on. Oh sorry I you went oh my god and I assumed that meant that you were on the uh... I just
1: I'm 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 now looking at the actual whole me- medal table. Oh no so Vilnius
0: I'll, I'll... is the capital of Lithuania. I got confused. What's the capital uh, of Estonia? Riga is the capital of Latvia. I know that one. I don't know about Estonia. Uh, Estonia capit, cap, captical, cap capital cap capital. Tallinn. Tallinn. Uh, yeah. yeah. I used to do those like Sporkle challenges. Wasn't he
1: one of the dwarves in the Hobbit?
0: <laughs> yes. Thorin Borin and Tallin and yeah. corin Yeah. Who? Who did you see? He he went out for an audition. I don't. I I don't know if he's heard back. But he went for a big audition in London for like was it Rada or something? I think it
1: was. Wasn't it the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama?
0: Yes, that was it. Yeah. But um, it's good to. Nobody better deserving of getting it. He would. I I mm. really hope he gets it. Um. Also, shout out to Sam Sam Foster, whose birthday it was yesterday. Shout out to Sam, your um, Legend. Absolute lads. I I love you Sam if you if you listen to this podcast.
1: Now, I found some exciting things here, Simon. Go on, go on. Uh I found the official theme song <laughs> of the of the 2010 Summer Youth Olympic. It's called Everyone. Okay. Is the official theme song of the 2010 Summer Youth Olympics held in Singapore from the 15th to the 26th of August? So, this
0: specific version of the Youth Olympic Games had its own theme song. song. Okay, I'm with you 100%. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, It was local artist JJ Lin
0: from Singapore City, Singapore.
1: Lim. Jun Ji, better known as his stage name, J.J. Lin, is a Singaporean singer, songwriter, record producer and actor. Oh, he looks a bit like a knob. <laughs> In addition, guitars and cellos. Oh, the song was sung by five different artists, each representing his or her continent. So there had someone there was an African singer, an American singer, an Asian singer.
0: But there are seven continents, six of which are inhabited,
1: but there's only five represented.
0: Which continent's missing? Is it South
1: America? Yeah. Uh classic. Um so we had Jessica Malboy sang it for um Oceania. Okay. Um Steve Appleton did it. He's British apparently, uh, Steve for Europe.
0: Appleton.
1: Tabitha Tabitha Nozer. Um represented Asia. She was the second runner up in 2000- 2009 season of Singapore Idol. <laughs> oh um, wow. And Sh- and Sean Kingston is a US rapper and reggae fusion singer. Uh
0: he did America. Oh, Sean Kingston. Now he is famous though, isn't he? He did Beautiful Girls. Didn't he? Ah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, wait, it's beautiful girls. Is that him? Yeah, apparently it is. I just Googled it. Yes. I don't know. Wow. His it's not his Fair real enough. name though. Do you wanna get do you wanna guess what his real name is? No. His real name is Kissian Anderson. Or Kishane? Oh. Kishon. Oh, oh. Oh dear. Um it says on his Wikipedia, he's a Jamaican American um singer and rapper, best known for number one single Beautiful Girls. On May 29th, 2011, Kingston was seriously injured along with a female passenger in a jet ski accident in Miami. He was reported to be in critical condition. But like, that's the last we've heard of Sean Kingston, a.k.a. Kishan Anderson. But how, so, so, so he did the Youth Olympic Games singing in 2010 and then he got in a jet ski a- accident and we haven't heard it from him since. Yeah. Oh my god. What's happened? What happened to Sean Kingston? Oh God, this wine is definitely having an effect on me. Um, <laughs> this is so weird. This whole thing is weird. Well, the, the Youth Olympics, the the twenty ten. Yeah, Youth just Olympics? everything. Everything is weird. So,
1: everything is awesome.
0: Everything is um, cool when you're part of a team, an Olympic team. From China, Lithuania.
1: China won, of course. Russia came second. South Korea came third. Then the Ukraine. Then mixed NOCs. Oh, non... National, Inc- National Olympic committees.
0: Yeah, so that, I think that basically means people who are from countries that aren't recognised by um, the yeah. Olympic committees. So, like, North Korea is probably in there a lot.
1: Cuba. Cuba came 5th. Australia came 6th.
0: So, when, where did America come? 13th. So, maybe they don't put people into the into the Youth Olympics. Maybe they just put them straight into the normal Olympics?
1: Singapore came 62nd.
0: Ooh, is that like with one Jesus. bronze medal or something
1: yeah who came last Uganda
0: <laughs> oh
1: no Uganda got one bronze medal what in I don't know they got it in steeplechase that of all the events to get a
0: medal in the boys 2000 meter steeplechase I mean all I know about Uganda is where there was um. I don't know if you knew him actually there was um Ashley from semitones um, who who went to Exeter, who was um, of Ugandan descent, and I know the Book of Mormon is set in Uganda, and I know that it's a country where homosexuality is criminalised, and it's been Uganda's got the weirdest flag ever, and it's ravaged by war. And I'm now googling the flag of Uganda. It's like oh, we like that German flag, but we'll do it <laughs> we'll better do it twice.
1: Yeah, we'll do it twice with a little cartoon uh, bird Well, no, no, because no,
0: it's the Belgian flag, but on its side, but twice, with a cartoon bird yeah. in the middle.
1: Yeah, yeah, actually, you're right. Uh, it's apparently a grey-crowned crane.
0: Have we ever talked about... I mean, because we're both quite bebbed, have we ever talked about the county flags of Liberia on the podcast? Yeah, I think we have, actually. Look at them when you're drunk. F*** it. County yeah. flags of Liberia.
1: Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. We,
0: <laughs> that we could have designed better. Um... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we'll leave a link to this in the show notes my favorite one is um loafer county, I'm so at Lofa county. Yeah. <laughs> or possibly i think river g county which is a, a all of them apart uh, i think they all yeah they all have the flag of liberia in the corner apart from cape mount county Sorry, Grand Cape Mount County, which has it just away from the corner. And then... It's got to be different. So within the f- the flag within the flag. And then uh, River G County has three clip art trees and a, a like, filled-in area in Microsoft Paint that is apparently meant to represent land. Uh, a river which seemingly springs from one tree and then a sunrise that's happening behind. But the other two trees aren't on the ground. They're hovering seemingly about 30 feet off the ground yeah it's it's a it's oh i love these things i i'm so i'm so happy they exist just nuts isn't it? maryland county is another a favorite of mine yeah that's excellent Where, like there's a clip art tree but they've added shade to just <laughs> <Yeah>. the leaves <laughs> And then there's a lighthouse with a bit missing. There's just no light. There's just there's, a, there's a, it's it looks like a, it's a, a trun- it's a metaphor. A truncated cone with a little hat and some light rays coming out of it. Um
1: that's quite the standard of the president of the Republic of Liberia. Is quite funny too.
0: Well, oh God, hang on. Standard of the President of Liberia. It's
1: above, so above the county flag section. It's in between oh, the flag yeah. of Liberian custom. So this is yeah. a
0: blue. It's navy, like like a light navy blue, with four stars, one in the one in each corner, and uh, there's a seal in the middle, and around the seal there's the text. Above it, it says the love of liberty brought us here, and below it, it says Republic of Liberia. Now this definitely. And
1: again, that's just more bloody clip art
0: yeah there's a clip art cutty Sark, like a tea clipper and a palm tree and a and a hoe and a, oh no, i think that's a shovel Jap-
1: and a japanese sun
0: yeah a <laughs> japanese sun and a dove holding a piece of parchment and a a a plow like a hand plow um also the palm tree seems to be made of snake skin it's it's a it's a it's a mess it's it's an absolute mess. That reminds me, the love of liberty brought us here. Just reminds me of um, Muppet Treasure Island, um, mm. which is which is al- always what I like to be reminded of when I look at national flags. Absolutely. Uh, right. So, <clears throat> youth uh, Youth Olympics is it, like. Is there anything else to be gleaned? Oh, I'm
1: I'm I'm happy to say no. <laughs>
0: What are you doing, by the way? Are you just murdering a small animal?
1: I'm just... No, I'm just I'm slowly sitting back. I'm reclining. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I've got my feet up on the other chair. I'm sitting I'm sitting under the stairs at the desk. Yeah. Um. And I've just sat back in my chair. I've moved the microphone a little closer to me, and I've I've uh, I've put my Feet up on the other chair.
0: Oh, this podcast was a mistake, Dan. This this podcast. <laughs> I'm settling in. Oh, sorry, was that the best cry ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I love you, son. <laughs> What's that one? Yeah, <laughs> that's that one. That's the best. That's the best yeah. cry ever. There's the auto tune version, which is just. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... He just goes down by it. a semitone in the middle of it. What a time to be alive. Oh, Lord. What a time to be alive. So, is that, there's nothing... Oh, God. Should we go through the tabs that I have open at the moment? I have Singapore, disambiguation, which Olympic sport is richest, sport in Lithuania, Steve Appleton, Sean Kingston, five things you didn't know about Sean Paul, and flag of Liberia. Yeah. What's happened That's to like Sean Paul? What's happened to him, though? I don't understand. Like, don't the know. five things about Sean Paul is that he's a, he's a strong swimmer. He um, went to Walmer's Boys School uh, and planned to have a career in hospitality. He's, he's of Sephardi Jewish, Portuguese, and Afro-Caribbean descent. He got his beginnings as a dancehall musician. And his breakthrough came in 1998 with a cameo in the movie Belly. What's he done, no. though, since he had that accident? That's what I want to know. Did he put a maggot hole in his belly? A maggot hole in his belly? Yeah, it's the Lord of the Rings thing, I think. Oh, is that uh, one of the orcs at the start of um, yeah. Two Towers? What about their linen? They're fresh. They yeah. <laughs> those. Maggot hole in your belly, yeah. So he's on Twitter, and he's tweeting, so he's clearly got over that car accident. Wow. Is this Dutty Paul? Uh, no, that's Sean Kingston at Sean Kingston. Oh, uh, he's followed by Barack Obama. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs>
1: right, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to put my foot down because this is just silly now. Well, I'm sorry, Dad.
0: This is the wrong it's podcast too much. to try and like put order over. You know, I can't go on. Go on. <laughs> Once more, your name is Dan Moore. It is. What? Hey, what's the next section of the podcast? Do we do? It's it's Dan's
1: Well, normally we go into like now. No, let's just like it's
0: Dan's choral corner, coral piece of the week. Oh yeah. F-
1: and this will be my piece of the week. Drum roll, please.
0: What is your choral piece of the week, Dan?
1: Well, I'm so glad you've asked, Simon, because I've given this quite a lot of thought. <laughs> he says, going into what he last played on the iTunes. <laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of Handle because I've got that for my um my Genesis 16 audition.
0: I didn't know you were going for Genesis 16. Oh,
1: Simon, I'm going for Genesis 16. I didn't know that. <laughs> that. Yeah, I'm going to audition and, and try and see what they say. Um... Which is quite exciting. Nice. Uh, choral piece... Uh, oh, gosh. You know what? I'm not sure.
0: I, I can tell you... I, I have a piece that is not... I haven't listened to this week, but is like a new thing, which we've never... Yeah, which, okay. Um, I can almost guarantee you've never heard. Is, uh by Gregory Brown, and it's called The Misser Charles Darwin. So right. it's a piece that takes the form of the classic liturgical mass, as in it has a... Yeah. A, a Kyrie, a Gloria, credo Sanctus, and Actus Dei. But mm. um, the text comes from the On the Origin of Species by Darwin. So it's like it was designed um, to be a secular mass, like a scientific mass, if you like. And there's a recording on Spotify by the New York Polyphony Um <clears throat> and i think basically they chose the text and then they handed it over to gregory brown who is a composer and brother of dan brown uh, the the author who then mm. um set it to music and um there's actually an album where they talk about they, that like all the music is there and then after each track there's a commentary track of how like of these sort of interesting things about each movement um no and so for example there's like a bit i think it's in the credo where there's a bit talking about how natural life mimics the um like mirrors the changes in an environment and you wouldn't know it unless you look at the sheet music but apparently there is a section of the music where the music is mirrored about one of the notes so you have like where one part for example goes up a corresponding part say so if, say if it's the bass and teller parts the bass part goes down the tenor part goes up um and apparently that was the most difficult thing this group had ever done like the new york polyphony which does a lot of it's in the style of quite early polyphony but apparently that was like the most difficult thing they've ever done um was trying to do this mirrored kind of harmony um right i'm going to play a bit as a gloria it's it's a bit weird i'll give you that like it's it's it okay. takes it takes a bit to get your ear in let's have a listen
1: very um melancholy
0: yes yeah it is it, it's it's quite early in how it sounds in both like how the harmony is constructed but also in the general tone it just kind of feels quite yeah quite melancholy yeah you're right god oh, it's crunchy as fuck it is but it's hard to see yeah like the, the 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 album that they have with the kind of like group's commentary makes that quite clear that they, they, they found this quite difficult and they've done the New York Polyphony is a is a is a like the American King singers, but they only do early ish polyphony. Yeah.
1: Um
0: so they they're, they're a group that knows their stuff, but
1: there's a recording of them doing I think it's bits from Mr. Papa Marcelli. Yes.
0: Yeah, there's a whole in, there's a whole in... recording. Uh,
1: and that look that's fantastic. Yeah. Um,
0: very... I was singing that the other day. Oh really? It's one of my favourite masses. Yeah, it's
1: very nice. It's in your book.
0: It is. I have my chapel choir book. I have the Mr. Papa Marcelli, the um uh the VN, Mess Solennel, and I have I think it's the Stopford Nunk. I was listening to the VN today actually. I was I was still I was imagining in my head the sitcom I have about um a, a chapel choir. And how the mm. vN would open the Gloria would open season two, and then that yeah. would give you clues to the plot line of all of season two um
1: i just um I just remembered actually i uh, g I've got a good thing for my choral corner mm-hmm. well just as a passing comment on on choral stuff um i sang uh i sang on sunday as as I tend to do <laughs> um and uh we had quite quite possibly the most spectacular day of music. it was the long lay
0: oh yeah, um,
1: yeah. mass in the morning, followed by. Um Hal St. Paul's at Even Song.
0: Oof. It was just epic. Like no one had a voice by the end of that service. I've just gotta remind myself how the long lay goes. Uh it's the uh,
1: um it's
0: uh That's the one with the Agnus Dei is double oh, choir.
1: Oh, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> We told movie. Oh no!
1: You're thinking of that's the Frank Martin. Oh, that's the
0: Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on.
1: Yeah. Um, the long lay Agnes is um more forgettable than the Gloria. Hang on. Long lay. Bold claim. Long but...
0: lay Gloria. Hang on. I'll know it when I hear it. It's the mess now right? Yeah. Hang on. I'll just listen to the the start of the the long lay. Oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. Th- if, that's you a wait, big if you scene. wait
1: until. Um, listen until so each part comes in. Yeah. So you've got the basses start, then tenors, then the altos, then the sopranos. After the sopranos finish their bit, the organ get like lays down this massively fat chord, and it's epic because it is just terrifying. <laughs> it's such a scary mass. Um, yeah.
0: Well, because um, Lo- when did Longley write it? Was it was it post World War Two or post World War One? I? I don't know. Um, Jean Longley. Yeah, he was born in 1907. Oh my god. Google a picture of Jean Longley. He looks like Dr. Strangelove. Holy <laughs> f***. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's like a fat...
0: He looks like a Nazi an, scientist. Um,
1: yeah, he... he Yeah.
0: And now we are going to do some experiments on... <laughs> was he blind or something? Why was he always wearing so... Oh, he was blind. Oh, I feel bad. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He was blind, oh no! that is pretty funny he He went blind due to glaucoma when he was two, but he became <laughs> an amazing composer despite being blind. That is impressive. Oh God, I feel awful there <laughs> yeah, you
1: should oh, wow, he was organist, he was like head organist at the Basilica of Saint Clotilde. In Paris, which is an amazing-looking building.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, nice. Like a small Notre Dame. Yeah. He he does. Okay, I don't change my characterization of Jean Longley as looking like a Nazi scientist, though, because he totally does. So, is your piece of the, is your choral piece of the week his mess-on-nel? Hmm. Okay, that's that, that, done. Yeah, why not? Right, we, sh- we should probably move on. <laughs> So Dan, I have two things that I would like to offer critique of in okay. in, Christ, in Critics Corner. I'm forgetting the order of the corners. Um what, what, do you do you have anything you'd like to bring up?
1: I'm just trying to think. Um I finished watching uh Whoa.
0: very nice (laughs) that is so funny that that's where we went (laughs) straight to Path of Miracles any glissando becomes the Path of Miracles that's just the way it is Yeah, that is pretty funny. No, I'll have to put um, a link um, in the show notes to the um, the first movement of the Path of Miracles, and so that makes no sense.
1: <laughs> Watership Down, the BBC Watership oh, Down.
0: Now, this has your favourite person on the planet apart from Dodie, uh, Dodie Clark, which is um, Daisy Ridley in it. Yes. Now, so so what's your what's your review? Because I didn't watch this, so I have no idea. I thought it was... I thought it was all right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go mad about it. It's not
1: nearly as good as the... Um, The ridgy-didge animation. (laughs)
0: The ridgy-didge animation.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Love it. The the ridgy-didge. But it was all right. I thought it was okay. Uh, I didn't really buy into the art style. I think it was a bit jarring at times. It was an interesting interpretation of the story, and I think, yeah, it was okay. Did you
0: watch anything else over Christmas? Not really. I didn't really have time. I suppose Um, you were singing a great deal, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, that was basically all I did. I ended up going home for a, a little bit. Like four days, I think, over New Year, and then came back. Uh, I have been watching the BBC's adaptation of Les Mis.
0: Oh, now that this this famously is not a musical adaptation, right? Yeah, it's the it's an adaptation
1: of Victor Hugo's book.
0: Right. And uh, what what's your take on it? I really like it. I think it's excellent. Now, do you like it more because it's not a musical adaptation?
1: Yeah, probably. Okay. Because it's just it's so dark. It's really dark. Um... It's. It's. I think it's really cool. There's. There's. There's lots. Like I think I know the name is story quite well, but I. I think. Oh, well, actually, no. I know the musical version.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Basically, uh, these whole it,
1: sections that you. It leaves out a lot you don't actually. hear about and. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's really cool and the casting's incredible. Um. Because it well, is it. Well is it Dom- a who's the,
0: Who's Jean Valjean? Is it Dominic? Um. Dominic West. Dominic West. The, who uh, fam- made famous by? Um. Three hundred. Right. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's the traitorous guy in Sparta in 300. Yeah, he's a very very good actor. No, yeah, yeah, he's just got one of those faces that's just like it's not a Jim Carrey rubber face, but it's just like it's just very emotive, you know. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Okay. Well, so so I have I have two things which I'd like to critique because I didn't watch very much over over Christmas at all. Actually, um, actually, okay. no, I tell a lie. I have three things. Um, the first thing I'd like to review is um Mary Poppins. Returns. Okay. Now, from the sounds of things, you haven't seen this. I have not seen it. Um, I went into it with quite low expectations, I have to say. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and much like tonight, I went into it rather bevved because Pixel Girl and I decided we would go and see her after we'd had a date night, where we went to zz's got a bottle of wine, and we're like, "Do you want to see a movie?" Um, mm. And then we went to see Mary Poppins, and I am so happy to report that it is absolutely delightful It oh. it is I went in and I was like this isn't going to be great it's going to be okay and it was it was lovely it was it was charming it was absolutely everything a Mary Poppins a Disney Mary Poppins movie should be um, as far as I can tell and I, I will absolutely put the caveat on this that I haven't read the books about the Mary Poppins books as far as I can tell, it is a closer adaptation of the character of Mary Poppins than the original was. Mm. Um, As in, in this film, it kind of feels like it's talking to children who have grown up. Possibly children of the same age who were like you know, compared to um, when the first one came out. But children who are aware of adult problems. So the Mm -hmm. main thrust of the whole story is that the Banks family home is going to be repossessed because they can't pay back a loan. Um, And it doesn't talk that down to the children. It's like, that's the reality. Like, we're going to have to move out and live somewhere else. Um, Mm. And I don't know, it just generally, it, it just kind of, it peels back the classic disney facade of everything being tip top and spit spot and yeah and hunky dory mm. um and it treats the children like adults um in quite a few ways actually and like much as the music isn't as immediately they have the the film that the film the, the film's songs haven't become immediate classics um mm-hmm. in the same way that the originals did um i i just loved it I, I, I thought the whole thing was delightful, In the incidental music. There's a lot of musical cues that take inspiration from songs from the original movie. So there's like, yeah. you you get bits of supercalifragilisticexpialidocious that come in every now and again, for example. Yeah. Um. And Emily Blunt is amazing as Mary Poppins, and Lynn Manuel Miranda is as usual fantastic. Um. Mm. I'd I'd highly recommend it. It's it's a lovely charming feel-good film actually and i feel in Mm. many ways actually a better film than the original mary poppins i feel like it's got a better story i feel like it is better acted um i feel like it is more cohesive um in terms of like the message it's trying to send to children um yeah like yeah i I was really quite pleasantly surprised i've got to say that's really i'm really glad to hear that you should see it i feel like you'd probably come out and be like Ah, like that—that that, yeah.
1: that was nice. Um, it's well, I need to go and see something again with James, my housemate, because the last thing we saw was um, Crimes of Gellert Grindelwald, and, and oh, Crimes uh, of Filmmaking, yeah,
0: just yeah. See this; yeah. it will cleanse the palate. It will cleanse the palate. Okay,
1: that's good. I also really want to see um, the favorite.
0: Ah, uh, yes, yeah. I'd, it's I'd... meant
1: to be very good with Olivia Coleman.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see that. Basically anything Olivia Coleman is is, gold, is in is gold. So, yes. I'd be I I'd, I'd like to see that too. That was the other thing that was on my radar. Um the the other media thing which I'd like to review is um mm-hmm. and I've got to get the the actual name right here because like I can give you a, a kind of approximate description, but I want to get the exact name right. Um yeah, so the uh, Pixel Girl and I have been watching a Netflix series called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Now, have you heard of mm-hmm. this? Yes, I have. Yeah. And I've
1: watched I've watched the first episode.
0: Ah, okay. Right, so we can now have a comparison. What did you think?
1: Um, there's something endearing about her. Yep. I think I would definitely be the kind of person who buys into the spiritual side of her method of cleaning. Mm-hmm. But I can't get over the fact that it's one of that it's done in an annoying American reality way. Oh yeah, it's like absolutely. they go into the bedroom and it's like you haven't even made the f- bed. You obviously did make the bed, but they told you to unmake it for the purposes of the sh- you know stuff like that. Yeah. I also think that not a lot of it, other than kind of like um, her 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 kind of um, methodology of packing drawers and things is quite clever to optimize space and stuff. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it's alright. I mean, what about you?
0: Well, so basically, Pixel Girl showed me the first episode, and I was like, oh god, I've got to watch this thing on Netflix. Because pretty much as a rule, anything that she likes, I don't like mm-hmm. when it comes to watching stuff. Like, on YouTube, the, I think the only channels that we will watch together are Marquez Brownlee and Casey Neistat like that's it those are the only Mm -hmm. things that we will enjoy together so as soon Mm -hmm. as she suggested a thing on Netflix I was very hesitant I watched the first episode and I was like "Eh, I quite enjoyed it by the end like it was quite satisfying to watch these places for those who don't know the, the Netflix show is people invite this tiny Japanese lady who's like 30 or so like quite a young Japanese lady into their homes she shows them how to tidy up she goes away six weeks later she comes back and their lives have been transformed by how tidy their house is. That's, that's basically every episode. Yeah. And um, I saw the first one and I was like, nah, whatever. And then Pixel Girl went away and she tidied her clothes. So Pixel Girl's drawer now, like she has two drawers in our chest of drawers. She has like a regular clothes drawer and a kind of sports clothes drawer. And... Um, they're now tidied in the condo way where like you fold the clothes into thirds and then they stand up on their end and you can see what you have in um your drawer rather than it all being a mess fair enough mm-hmm. i then watched a couple more episodes and got kind of completely addicted to the show um so now both of us have gone through our drawers and we throw away about four bin liners worth of clothes. Like we we what well, sorry, I should say we should donate it to charity. We donated to the British Heart Foundation. Yes. Um about four bin liners worth of clothes. And I now have two drawers which are neatly stacked. And um we've got rid of a lot of the clutter and they're all I can find everything that I, I want. And we did the same for the kitchen based on this programme. And I've gotta say this house feels a lot more livable having mimicked what is shown in tidying up with Marie Kondo. Yeah. Like, I I, I was very dismissive at first, but I gave it a go. And I have, I've got to say, the Pixel Girl was absolutely right to get me on it because it has made a real difference to... I don't know. It's just hard to describe. Like, you open up your drawers in the morning and, like, I can see what t-shirts I own. Like, mm-hmm. just, I just feel... It, it's almost like a little layer of stress has been reduced. Um, so I would highly recommend the show and giving it a go of readers at home. Um,
1: yeah, it's quite an endearing watch.
0: It is. She's got, she's just like, she's got quite a force of personality about her. Like mm-hmm. she herself is this this very petite Japanese lady with an impeccable sense of style, just like a jumper mm-hmm. and, a, and a skirt and every episode, but somehow you're like, oh, that's a nice combo every episode. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. She's just quite disarming with how like how simple her approach is, um, mm. and yeah, I'd I'd highly recommend it. I would, I, I, if I was being a critic, I would say thumbs up. You should you should give it a go. And then lastly, I realize i I've been talking for a little while. Um, I got a new phone, Dan.
1: Oh yeah, I have heard about this. Yeah,
0: I got a Pixel Three. Um, right so what's that simon basically the premiere android phone that's not a phablet like that's not halfway between a phone and a tablet and i've got to say it is incredible i Mm. absolutely love this phone Mm -hmm. like pretty much anything you could ask of when it comes to a phone it does it and it does it really really well like I, I like if i was to pick one thing about this phone that i like the most it is the camera which i know that you love on your phone
1: yes yeah because
0: Agre- you've got the t- the 10 right yeah you have the iphone 10 i have yeah
1: the iphone 10 so
0: i feel like this is basically <clears throat> the pixel is basically the iphone the android version of the iphone when it comes to cameras mm-hmm. and it's it's just really good i'd i'd heartily recommend it it's very smart i have yet to have a single instance of lag it has done everything my old phone did uh, sorry everything is done it wow red wine it has done everything my old phone did but better um yeah big big fan i'd be interested to know if nice. anyone in the readership has a pixel if they would like to contradict my opinion because it is of course correct um, but if you would like to offer an incorrect opinion, do please email in at, at um Are you still happy? Because how long have you had your phone for now?
1: I got my ten uh, about a month before I left Apple. So how
0: convenient.
1: Yeah. Some might well, say. Oh, this is why. This is this is how it cost me like nothing because I saved up all of the money I could spend on my and all my discounts. So I, my phone, this phone plus the case, which was a leather. Apple case should have the whole thing come to about a silly amount of money that I don't want to say because it is just (laughs) silly. Um, But I think I ended up paying about 200 pounds. Wow. Yeah, which is pretty extraordinary. So I I used my like staff discount. I used the money that I, when you've been working there for a bit, you get to spend a certain amount of money in the store um, uh, or put it towards something. I used that and then I traded in my old iPhone seven, which was in really good nick so that was i got that like 100 and something for that so mm. but yeah i like i mean i'm i'm i still absolutely adore this phone um it's lovely i'm i'm complete i'm never going back to a phone with a like a home button it's so unnecessary um gesture gesture based navigation is the future
0: i mean I, I, i was about to contradict you but then i noticed that my phone doesn't have a home button <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> so i guess you don't realize though do you? you don't you you suddenly just you're like yeah you don't but i don't think this has gesture navigation is it when you say gestures you mean like your fingers are not touching the screen
1: oh no i, I mean i mean like so to to, to get into the phone or and to go or like to go back to a home screen you swipe up from the bottom it's that gesture rather than actual like a tap, tick, something oh uh, i you see know.
0: right yeah because i've got a i have a fingerprint scanner on the back Rather than face mm. ID, for example, but yeah, ah, like, I don't have a um, <clears throat> a home button. Um, this this incidentally didn't cost me anything up front, which was ridiculous to me that I could just like go from a contract that like cost more for a sh- phone, and mm-hmm. suddenly everything in my life is just better and cheaper.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I I don't
0: I, I don't understand how that can be a thing. I guess that's just what happens when you have a two year contract. Like, what a yeah <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Wow, I seem to be losing my voice already. Um, if Do you have anything else that you'd like to critique?
1: I don't really. I've been so... I haven't really done much in the way of media over Christmas and New Year because I've been so busy. I, and I haven't... Other than lay Mis, I haven't done anything because, again, term has started and it's chocker.
0: Actually, I tell you what. I want to hear a critique of something, which we talked about very okay. briefly before we started recording. What is your critique of the um, screenwriting stuff that you've done as part of your degree? Oh, yeah. I, I want to hear about this. yeah.
1: It's really cool. So I had my first uh, two-hour seminar on Monday. Um, I have another uh, seminar tomorrow. It's really interesting. So we were talking. Uh, that seminar was about the importance of um, Being willpower and desire. Um. So desire is the engine of plot. It's one of the things we took away from from this, uh, um, this class. So for next week, I've got to put it to put together a piece of a piece of writing um he's a really interesting lecturer guy guy's called sam north the the kind of the textbook that i'm working from he wrote which is quite cool mm-hmm. um but it's yeah it's um it's a super interesting class and i think the biggest thing for me is that it's just it's i get to do something creative because i'm 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 getting sick and tired of classes <laughs> um like, oh, like you would not believe. So what? what I said, well, that's that's a lie. There, there are elements of my classic side that are actually really interesting, and there's some elements that I find um, loathsome in the extreme.
0: So what? What? Um, what do your assignments look like in um, in screen? So back?
1: there's usually there's usually a, there's there's like a weekly piece of writing we have to prepare for the following week. Right. So in this case, it was um, we each had to write down a thing that we wanted that we could like go out and get one way or another it had to be like a fit. It couldn't be like success or something. You know, it had to be kind of like a tangible thing. And then we also, then we had to write down a brief description of a person that we may know, um, or we've encountered in life. And then he gathered, they were all gathered up and dispersed randomly. So you had a random, a random thing that you want and a random person. And then I've got to prepare a piece of writing about that person getting this thing, um, And that's then going to be shared next week, and we're going to talk about
0: It's kind of like successes and failures. Um, So it's a creative writing thing, but within a specific format, basically.
1: Yeah. So it's not. I'm not. And it doesn't have to be not because it's this early. It's not. It's not like explicitly um, within the kind of the style of a screenplay. You know, it could just be. It's like mine will be a piece of prose, um, a bit of creative writing. Um, But we watched some really cool. short films actually um Mm. i'm trying to remember what on earth they were called though
0: short films their own weird kind of um format like they're not really like anything else they're not like youtube videos they're not like feature films they're kind of almost a halfway between the two
1: i'm going to i'm going to just jump onto ellie because it'll have it'll have links to these short films i watch and i'd highly recommend every single one um I found these two short films. One's called Inside Out, but I can't actually find a link to the one I saw because it's a very popular title for a film and it's not the Disney one, obviously. Not not the Pixar. Um one. the Pixar, sorry. Okay, okay. Um uh, and there's another one called The The Gas Man.
0: Mr. Gas man Bring me a dream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the gas man. It's, it's very difficult film. to sing through
0: a gas mask, guys. That's that's the important thing to remember.
1: Yeah, so it's by Lynn Ramsey
0: Lynn Ramsey? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Who's she's she went on and did loads of huge stuff uh yeah and the other one's called inside out it's really 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 interesting and uh, yeah and we watch these in in reference to this this principle of desire what is the desire in these films um types of desire um and and kind of the strength of uh, and weaknesses of depending on which kind of desire you use and it's really cool it's still early stages but it's very interesting because
0: certainly when you're acting right your desire the thing your objective in a particular scene is what drives you right like that's what you're you lead with something like mm-hmm. you know so presumably as a as a screenwriter you have to like have what every character desires in mind when you're writing the screenplay is that is that fair
1: yeah but then also kind of identifying what form their desire their desire takes because that then determines the strength of the character and the strength of the plot because you could desire, you know, like um, I need to. I really need to like reference the the textbook, really. But they he like breaks down desire into three different forms. You have three different types of desire, right. um, like habitual desire, which might be something less uh, explicit. So, um, uh, a father coming home from uh, Tesco with bags of shopping to feed his kids—that is a form of desire, and that's a very Um, stable form of desire because it's something very accessible and uh and ever present um but then you might also have um uh, uh, a thief going over plans to steal a diamond and that's kind of a more volatile kind of you've got to kind of balance these forms yeah it's i'm doing it an injustice but this the book is fascinating it's called um the essential screen Play, i think it's well worth reading it's really interesting um by sam I,
0: I honestly i'm very jealous i'd love to take a course on screenwriting because it's something that i would like to do in the future like to write a, yeah. a screenplay for like for example a netflix series or for a feature film or like you know i feel like i feel like you're suckling from the teat of knowledge that i i covet
1: well the the, the instinctive screenplay there you go the instinctive um,
0: screenplay. okay yeah
1: it's 12 pounds 69 Amazon prime It's very very interesting Okay, um, And I've got another one called uh, John York's Into the Woods and Save the Cat, which are two other right,
0: Oh, quiet, yeah, Save the Cat is a classic It's like, yeah. you make the hero save the cat, you make the villain imperil the cat It's like, mm-hmm. you, you character by action Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, good. Uh, but incidentally, at this point in the podcast I am starting the mead that was sent by Danvi It was given to me as part oh, of my um, graduation present Um... Did I ever did I ever describe to you this present that he gave me? The the mead? Well but, but, but ah, well, well well, you say that. He he didn't just give me the mead, Daniel. Because he gave me a a um a box that the mead came in, like a cylindrical mm-hmm. box, which he has printed out. Um he's he's got a custom printout on this, which has two things on it. It has a set of ancient Danish so presumably Viking runes, uh which according to him spell out something like mead for uh given to simon for uh completion of his doctorate or something like that so mm-hmm. they look like dwarven runes from lord of the rings yeah and then a picture of me with um graduating with my phd on the side that's so nice so that is going to take once i finish this mead which might well be in this recording um that is going to take pride of place in the office somewhere i need to find like a trophy rack or something so danvi hmm bless you thank you thank you so much for this present it is extraordinarily kind of you um, I shall cherish this sh- this he is a lovely boy I shall cherish this and your memory not that you're dead but I will always think of you very fondly uh, forever because you're you're a top lad um, <laughs> speaking speaking of which Dan should we should we move on to Patreon Corner I think we might have to yeah what a segue <laughs> You know how, like, when you go to Indian Takeaways and you have mango chutney and it's like, a very strong aftertaste in your mouth? Okay. Well, you can like, that's that's not that unreasonable thing to say. I don't... A reasonable and thing Unreasonable a thing to say, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> okay, Dad, we'll take you home soon. Okay,
1: sure. Have you had your pills?
0: But I, I don't think it's... I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's that's... Pretty fair, like you know, you have a poppadom with mango chutney, and there's like a ooh, that kind of aftertaste in your mouth.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, Simon and I have had a had a quick. We just touched base on uh, how this podcast actually works because it's been bloody ages since we've done it. Uh, oh God. Ooh. <laughs> um, I say, um, oh the. Uh, <sighs> I do declare, Mr. Brown. I Brad. do declare. Us? <laughs> um, <As? laughs> uh, yeah, how this, how this podcast works. I do it's support the
0: Confederates. <laughs>
1: um, it's that time again where we have to say a massive thank... We don't have to, but we would like to. We, we choose to, um, because we're nice people. Yeah, um, we'd like to say a massive thank you to our top lads. In fact, everyone who supports uh, the Patreon and supports the podcast by extension. Thank you very much. Um, but but specifically our top lads these, these lovely people give uh, $5 a month to ensure that this podcast can pay for its hosting and its Wikipedia donations uh, to the Wikimedia Foundation I also um, want to spend the money
0: that we have in the bank like we have the Wikicast has built up quite an amount of money and I feel like we should spend it on something stupid
1: yeah we should get a silly thing
0: well the thing is I, I also want to for example pay tapioca for doing our um, jingles for us, we've never. Like, yeah, that's true. I would like to commission a jingle and then pay him outrageously over the board for like okay. retrospectively for all the things he's done for us. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we, we, you know, you the, the people who support us on Patreon keep this podcast going, and we are. It's a beautiful cooperative. It is, isn't it? It is. I'm very, very aware, yeah. and we're very, very grateful for it.
1: Without further ado, then, I would very much like to say a massive thank you to Ben Dover. <laughs> well done, Mustache Man. Uh, ben McMurtry and Ben Dent. I would like to thank
0: Bryce D. Wilkins, Choco Cat, and Colm Mansfield.
1: Connor Levers, the one, the only Dan Hanvey, and Davy Shrum vontabel
0: Elliot Conway, network connectivity problems. Hang on, let me just refresh. Refresh. What are you going to do? I'm just going to get some flesh from a, a poor Peruvian orphan. Hang on. Um, God. And Eric Flesh. Jesus. Henry Brewster, Isabel Ostrovsky, and Jay Wright. John Mannion, Jonathan Trimble, and Geordie Eschendahl.
1: Kyle Mutch, Lachlan Woods, and Lewis Watson.
0: Maggie, Marut Vakira Punyawat, and Matt Maguire. Omar Miranda, Fee Gascoigne, and Rory Healy. Simon Torseth, Tap. and whitney fairies thank you so much for bearing with us during quite a dry spell because we've just been so busy um it's yeah it's been quite a busy couple of weeks guys so thank you for being patient with us whilst we haven't put out an episode and acquired the alcohol necessary for this episode indeed Oh, boy. I feel like I'm quite a bit drunker than you, Dan. I feel like you need to catch up. I, have, I mean, I've, I've
1: nearly finished all my gin. I also have class tomorrow.
0: <laughs> I need to finish a video tomorrow.
1: <laughs> well, one American thing to say. Oh, God, I was a little bit sick in my own mouth when I said I've that. Got class I have class. I've got class tomorrow. I have got class tomorrow. I'm, like, to super the, busy. go to
0: the Georgia uh, Institute of Technology, and I study um, VR applications of sucking dick. Um, oh, that's lovely. That's That's how you sounded right then.
1: <laughs> Is that a BA or a BSC?
0: <laughs> it's BS the amount of work I have to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Top lad! Ah, oh, we're fing on Spotify, boys.
0: We're on Spotify! You did it! Yeah. And it wasn't even yeah. that difficult!
1: Yeah, fing Oosh. On that note, um, Jay Wright has emailed in... So, which corner uh, WikiCast...
0: are we in, done? Which, which corner? I feel like we're... Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Hi, everyone. We're in Correspondence <laughs> Corner. Um, <laughs> Jay Wright has emailed in uh, saying, uh, Wikicast on Spotify, which is what urged me to check... Um, He says, Hi guys, I was listening to the latest podcast and as soon as Dan submitted the Wikicast on Spotify, I had to check. To my delight, it has been added. I can't believe how easy it was. This will make my reading experience far better than driving. The podbeam can't be controlled by my car's um, entertainment system. It cannot be contained! Um... But the Spotify app can. I'm sure you can now imagine uh, how happy and safe my driving will now be. Anyway, I want to wish to both of you and your families a very happy Christmas. Thank you, Jay. Sorry for the delay in that. Uh, I look forward to more great content into the new year. Best wishes, Jay. Age 21, and I'm too drunk to work out the rest.
0: Christ, um, like I'm, I'm just looking at. We are on Spotify. Like, ah, yeah. I can hear my voice if I if I go on the last episode that we released, which was Christmas (parentheses surname). Like, yeah. I can hear my voice on spotify daniel yeah it's cool isn't it isn't that ridiculous um we're on spotify everyone that was that we need to do a i need to do something on the facebook page yeah yeah please do i i I sometimes share memes on the facebook page but that's a
1: yes i've seen that that's
0: about it um but um yeah wow we are jay we are on spotify wow i felt like i'm in best of the worst Um, Madness Next up we have an email From uh, Riley Stray Which definitely sounds Like a porn star name Um, Riley writes uh, Oh I I came up with A
1: really good porn star name The other day On my walk home From the cathedral Oh what's your porn star name Penny Lick (laughs) (laughs) Okay Because you know what A Penny Lick is right
0: Isn't it a sweet That only costs a penny
1: No it was a type of Thing It's a small glass For serving ice cream That was banned really in 19th century yeah a penny lick was a small glass for serving ice cream used in london england and elsewhere in the 19th century and early 20th century street vendors would sell the contents of the glass for a penny um but the customer would lick the glass clean and return it to the vendor who would reuse it
0: Ooh, oh all that so nasty. it was
1: banned um because of the spread of disease particularly uh, cholera, cholera and I was tuberculosis cholera,
0: yeah. so yeah. your name might your name would be penny lick um my name would be manaconda. Okay, because it's it's because of my huge penis, Dan. Yeah, I like it. That's, That's it's good. it's simple, it's to the point. Um there we go. A penny lick and manaconda. Write your fanfictions now. <laughs> um speaking of which um i'm delighted to to report that riley stray has written in an email that's the, a subject line the nasal feudal system and has attached an email to, are you seeing this
1: um
0: she's attached a picture yeah
1: oh yeah wow yeah that's um that is pretty terrifying, actually, as, a,
0: as jedi master ki abimundi with except for those of you who are not familiar with ki, with star wars lore ki abimundi is the one with the very tall head. And they've taken Dan's hair and put Dan's hair on top of the head, but Dan's face is at the bottom of the head. So it's, it's, it's quite something to behold. Um, it's
1: nightmare fuel. I think it's safe to say.
0: Yes. Um,
1: That's going straight on the uh, Wikipedia. The, the Wikipedia. The um, the Facebook page. Incidentally, we, we thank did, you. We did Riley. have
0: a Wikia. I don't know who updates it, but I feel like that should go on the Wikia for you. That's your official Absolutely. profile picture right now. Um. Riley writes First, happy new year and congratulations to Simon on the completion of the PhD I did it, everyone I, I, I actually put it in the f***ing ground um, It's done I don't have to talk about it ever again except I will to give me credibility in scientific arguments um, Riley then continues Obligatory, long-time reader first-time writer I absolutely love the Wikicast I've been following Simon's work for several months now but it's wonderful getting to know Dan as well See, Dan? Yay. People like you as well. You two compliment each other so well. Dan, I think you're a prick. And sometimes I forget I'm reading a podcast and not a silent member of a real-life conversation. Riley, when you wrote this, did you sort of possibly think that I might be very drunk whilst reading it? Because this is what people gave their money to charity for, so... You know this is the this is the reality. Okay, just just bite the, steady, steady go. Just bite the pillow and deal with it. Okay, um, I've been binge reading for several weeks now, trying to get caught up. But it wasn't until today that I noticed I have a unique connection to the one and only Gary S. May from episode two of the WikiCast. What?
1: No. Do you
0: remember? <laughs> Riley, stop it. <clears throat> this can't be true. At the time of recording, he was a department head at Georgia Tech. However, he is now the Chancellor of my university, the University of California, Davis. Good heavens. I couldn't believe my eyes. I wouldn't think that you two have heard of Davis, but it's in the same university system as the more famous UC Berkeley. I'm proud to brag that we have the world's top veterinary sciences program. Plug, 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 plug. Not f- that. You have Gary S. May, famous on the Wikicast. Wow. That's inc- that's
1: incredible. You need to tell him, yeah, that we featured him in a, in a serious podcast. He can listen to and then pursue legal action for defamation of character.
0: <laughs> I can't remember what we said in that episode, but it can't have been good. But Riley, yeah, you've got to tell him. Um, um, Riley also, however, has a question. Um, sorry, whenever I hear the the name Riley, I always think of porn. Am I alone in this? Do you? No, like yeah, I'm with you. there it's Riley Reed, right? yeah like one of the greatest porn stars of all time um like I can't not when I see the word Riley can't not think of it I'm sorry Riley I'm sorry but I I, I think of porn when I see your name it's it's unfortunate anyway oh god I'm gonna regret this in the morning
1: we would also chuck a, chuck a D in Riley what have you got Ryle D Ridley
0: oh or <laughs> <all> that
1: yeah <laughs> Ryle, Ryle D well done <laughs>
0: Oh, oh God. <laughs> royalty I'm gonna re- Daisy Rildy. <laughs> Daisy, well J- Daisy Rilde, it's when you've got her in an argument. She's like, oh, you fing want some, mate? Smashes blue milk container, goes after you with a fing smashed up milk Jesus bottle. Jesus Christ. She'll shank you. Daisy Rildy. She'll she'll stab you, mate. She's been in the outer rim. Um, Lock the- locked <laughs>
1: lock the door and tighten my restraints oh jesus god christ Do you full, remember that
0: I, i'm at full mask dan you don't I used need to. to
1: um i used to mark my heart rate increase when i see that we measured smith. your heart
0: yeah. rate yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
1: jesus
0: incredible stuff um yeah anyway uh uh porn star stray um, <laughs> i have a question For several years now, I've been fostering a hobby in video production. I often find myself daydreaming about ideas for projects, but they never go anywhere. I had robust, thorough plans this autumn to do a large video project to document my experience studying abroad at the University of Nottingham. Organic chemistry, never again. I both lost interest and became too busy to work on it. I'm now trying during the holidays to salvage some of the footage and put together an abridged version. I feel disappointed in myself and devastated for not producing the final product I'd spent so many weeks and months dreaming about since April. That's, um, hang on, January, February, March, April. That's eight months away ago. Heck. Um, I know, I know the months of the year. Um, uh, Jesus. Um, do you two have any advice for buckling down and seeing one's projects through to the end? Dan, what's your advice? Few and few like f- oh God <laughs> <laughs> this has Less been, than often this has been the most chaotic neutral episode we've ever done. This has if, been such a mess if 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 um
1: if time is an issue, um then do it. Do little bits semi regularly, rather than feeling trying to feel as pressured about like oh, I just don't have enough time to start it. Don't feel like there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: little bits.
1: Um, do you know what I'm trying to say?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just get on with it.
1: Yeah, just, just even if if you've, you know you've you can nab 15 minutes here.
0: Even if he that's can at only least take getting you can only ten percent of that dick, you've just get, just get on with it, Riley. You know?
1: Yeah, get on it. Just.
0: <laughs> Oh, oh! I Just feel really, it. I feel really weird knowing that, like, we've probably wanked the same person. Like, mm. isn't that a bit weird? Yeah, mm. that is weird. Not, not, not a fan. Not, not a yeah. fan of of imagining Dan wanking.
1: Yeah, funnily enough.
0: Um, so your, your advice to Riley Reed,
1: It's not me wanking, though. No, it's Penny Lick. It's my... um.
0: Oh, sorry. Penny Lick is my... My alter Riley. ego. Penny Lick wanks to Riley Reed. Dan Moore listens to Riley Stray um, yeah. and gives the advice that you should just get on with it. Yeah. Basically. Um, I mean, I feel like that's pretty fair advice that you should just, like... Just... Just, just like, honestly look at yourself and be like, just f***ing do it. You know? Like, I have so many projects on my, I have a whiteboard in my, my room that I have for like future video projects and for like things I'm going to do this week. And the number of times I just have to look at things and be like, just Simon, just do it. Like get over your fear of talking to people on the phone and actually call that restaurant and reserve a valid, like a a restaurant date for Valentine's day. Like, you know, you're going to hate it, but just get on with it. Um mm-hmm. or I don't know, like paint those Tyranid Warriors, finish that book, or like whatever it is, just like the number of times I have to tell myself, just like just just do it. You know? Um, I feel like that's the single biggest piece of advice that I can offer as well, is just like look at yourself objectively and be like, why why have you not done this yet? What's holding you back? Mm. Um Admittedly this is agree. this is coming through the lens of several several um like units of mead and wine consumption. Yeah. Um, I'm
1: starting to hit I think I'm reaching the point now where I've I've actually felt my head nod. I'm just I'm doing a I'm doing a Michael Graham.
0: Oh no, the uh um, yeah. Buckaroo of the Drunk.
1: Incidentally, world. Riley, uh you said experience studying abroad at the University of Nottingham. Uh I was born in Nottingham.
0: I never knew that.
1: Yeah. I'm actually um I'm actually a filthy northerner.
0: You're northern.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I had no idea.
1: Yeah. It's on my passport and everything.
0: So where, why were your was that from work for your dad or something?
1: Well my dad my, my dad's from Yorkshire. Mum's from mum's from Lincolnshire. And they were living in I think Newark at the time.
0: Right. Not the New York then, airport, but the place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then uh then yeah, then I was born in Nottingham, and then we moved. Basically, we moved south. Basically, when I was like one, I think you do have
0: an accent that has transitioned from when I first met you, almost completely Australian, to yeah, yeah. like about fifty percent Aussie, fifty percent Northern, which is a really weird mix. It is odd, yeah. It's like "g'day," kids. I'm gonna stab you um is basically yeah, i'm sorry <laughs> it's basically
1: <your> <laughs> sorry no 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 we we're not, we we're not, we're not we're not just breezing over that we are not breezing over that <laughs> that was a rare insight into your f-ed up mind when you're bevved because for some reason there was a there was a stream of thought there but what we heard as the, for myself and the readers you know because it's like good egg <laughs> I'm going to stab you <laughs> Jesus, wow. That's that's, that's
0: Australia meets the North, right?
1: This should be illegal. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: should be illegal. Oh, dear. I'm going to have such a fun time editing this episode completely sober.
1: It's also going to be the longest, I think, the longest clip of audio I've ever sent you.
0: It's over two hours long, Daniel. Oh!
1: Jesus. Oh
0: God. Right. hang on. Let's get back to Riley Reed. Riley Reed yeah. has written in and finishes their, their email by saying, sorry for the long email. Team Dog, but cats Woo. are great. Thank you. Also, please see the attached image. My take is Dan on Dan as a Jedi. Key Adi Mondi. Oh, key Adi Mondi. Love it. Nice. Thank you, Riley Reed, for all the times you've given me in the past and for this email. Um Outstanding Thank you, Riley. Thank you. Fucking get on with it. Riley, just do it. Do it Right.
1: Yeah, it's too long, I'm afraid I can't read that.
0: Right. No, 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 no 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 no. no Um We're gonna read this, Dan. Okay. Hello Right. Henlo
1: Hello, Mr Spongy and Mrs. And Mrs. Electric. <laughs> I remember, Do you remember Cumspong?
0: I remember Cumspong very well. It was our it was our yeah. password for something, yeah. wasn't it? It was. It was, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> we had. <laughs> we've changed. It. We've changed it since, but Cumspong was our password yeah. <laughs> for for quite a while.
1: What is wrong with us? I don't know. I don't... know. Uh, we cha- I changed the Wi-Fi name over the Christmas period, by the way. Oh,
0: what's it called now?
1: It was... Uh, it still is Ding Dong Merrily Wi-Fi. <laughs>
0: which is quite good, I think. Our new one, our one at home, as in Pixel Girl and i's one at home, is Behold the Land of God still. Yeah. So we're carrying nice. on that tradition.
1: I need to change it back to Behold the Land of God. Oh, wow. Right, we've got an email here from Mo- Momoku. Momoku. Um, Hello, Mr. Spongy and Mrs. Electric. I am a reader And not a good one So I was just catching up On the podcasts And I was sitting on the bus Heading back from a trip To a shopping centre Shopping
0: centre All caps
1: Moles can get the f*** out <laughs> But one of the points discussed Resonated with me Resonated so hard That here I am Writing a badly written email On my bed With the sentence structure Of a toddler It
0: hit, it hit your resonant frequency Incidentally Danby, yeah. V I would like I would like you to know That at that very moment About three seconds Before I started talking I finished the last Of your Viking blood I am. I am going to be running on fumes for the rest of this podcast. R- running on very alcoholic fumes.
1: Best kind of fumes. The point that resonated oh. me was when the fellow reader wrote in to describe three chronic migraine situations. There, three. I can't read. <laughs> there, chronic mi- migraine situation. We're reaching a point where I'm seeing words and I'm just changing
0: them. Um, ah, that went know. too hard. We'll just change that to. It was like that's three. That's a classic Simpsons joke. Is like um. There's been a, a fatal tidal wave in Kuala Lumpur, Paris. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and no, I'm not writing it. I'm not writing into tea teabag and say, suck it. I have no pain. Ha 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 ha
0: Right. I would welcome a teabagging so I, from the Wikicast fandom, just saying.
1: So I think I should move on to what I'm actually supposed to be talking about. Way back when in, way back when, in the September-ish of 2015, I was stuck with a massive headache. Uh, I was struck with a massive headache. At first I was like, oh, this shouldn't be so bad. I'll just go and take some painkillers and it'll all be over with,
0: right? Right? It was brain cancer. It was brain cancer.
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, I really hope it wasn't brain
0: cancer.
1: (laughs) As you could probably tell, it was brain... No, it didn't work. (laughs) So I kept kept upping the painkillers until I reached my max. The max I should stuff in my face hole and I kept that for about a month. (laughs) Then mystically the pain disappeared. And everything was hunky-dory until it came back with a vengeance.
0: It came back. <laughs> Brain Cancer too. This time it's personal. On Ice, the musical. <laughs> Brain Cancer it... on Ice. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> this summer. Um, it, uh, it started to droop my knees. Oh, no, so, no.
0: I'm sorry, what?
1: It struck with an iron fist after pulling me into a false sense of security, whisking me off my feet, and not just a headache. Oh, no, no, no. My face started to droop. My knees were weak, arms heavy. Mum made spaghetti. spaghetti. (laughs) About 20 minutes later, I found myself in holding my head in pain, and my left or right side felt weak, dizzy, and everything spinning. Sitting in A&E, about seven hours later, I was hospitalised, slowly getting better, head still pounding. Three days later, MRI done. MRI done, I was released with not a clue as to what caused it, released. Chronic and cranky, luckily enough for me that year, I didn't need to do anything important uh, and move back into normal life. Until it happened again, I was struck with the same damn hospital bed, only worse, barely walking, barely talking.
0: Oh, please tell but me this isn't ge- brain cancer. I'm going to feel terrible <laughs> if this is actually brain cancer. So then I
1: decided to take this a bit more seriously. A couple of weeks later, I was seeing a specialist uh, trailing drugs to see what helps doing different tests trailing and drugs just do- as
0: in when you walked you left drugs behind or were they trialing yeah. drugs
1: I think were they we've got trailing here um
0: doing wherever they tests walked and they just left drugs behind there was cocaine yeah, like, um, there
1: was MDMA on the street <laughs> it's like it's like the Hans Hansel and Gretel in the hood um <laughs> Uh,
0: that sort of crackle in the hood it's, there's, there's a gingerbread house but it's coke on the outside
1: yeah.
0: incredible <laughs>
1: Um, until it happened again I was back in the same damn hospital oh, no, yeah, and just double and triple checking that it's enough that will Im- that will immediately kill me all we knew was that it wasn't a stroke nor a brain tumour nor some kind of brain infection so spinal taps hurt as all heck especially when they stab you multiple times to get your sweet to get to your sweet, sweet brain juice, <laughs> but what was it? We will never know. I got used to the pain in a couple of months, but I too was chronic and cranky. I was discharged from outpatients of the two different hospitals I was going to with inconclusive results. Sure, I was in pain, but I was happy. I was coping with school well, and I sure and sure I was cra- and sure I was cranky, but all teens are are so. But all teens are so. What's the harm? The following year, I did my Jesus cry. I mean, I love, I really love it when we get emails in, but this is like. I'm sorry, this Dan. Is really this hard. person
0: has had massive brain problems. We've got to cut them some slack.
1: Okay sure i was in pain but i was happy i was coping with school well and sure i was cranky but all teens are so what's the harm the following year i did my gcse's i passed out i passed most of
0: them i passed out i passed out <laughs> i wake up oh, oh, I, I missed i <laughs> missed <laughs> i fired again but i didn't hit what i, I missed <laughs> i hit something I but it wasn't what i was aiming for so i guess i missed <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got an 8 in maths, equivalent to A star, damn number grades, use, uselessly confusion. Nice.
0: <laughs> Usel- yeah.
1: Uselessly confusion. Uselessly.
0: I am uselessly
1: confusion. Also, I should have got a 9, but technicalities. Uh, that September, I entered my school 6th form, and sure, the A level shift was hard, but I was coping the first hit year flew by. Flash forward to November 2018. On the day of an internal school mock, sitting in class, a headache I used to got really bad, and within half an hour, I lost complete control of my left side. I couldn't speak, and everything spinning like as an oh, in a tornado. Oh, it's brain tumor. It's
0: brain cancer. I was, wheeled, isn't it?
1: I was wheeled out of class and into an A and E once more, hospitalized for a week this time, and came out barely walking, massively, extremely painful headache again, unlike anything I've ever felt. And the cherry on top was, um, it, it was that it wasn't getting as far, wasn't getting as better as fast as it used to. And it was getting to me. Plus, the same thing happened the week I went back into school, but this time I stayed home, and I slowly got better there. I got back to I got back into school early December, and slowly I've been getting better, but not at a good rate, and not a sufficient rate. You see, the problem was this is my final year. I should be, I should in April be doing my three A levels, and I should have university offers done, or I should be sending them off in the next few days. As you can probably guess by my tone, that won't be happening. Uh, whatever this has had an effect on my fine motor skills here as the longest. This is the longest I've typed with both hands in months.
0: Oh, God. Um, oh, almost... no. And we've yeah. not been yeah. paying attention. <laughs> oh,
1: it's, oh f- God, we're such <laughs> shit.
0: Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. F- <laughs> f- we've, f- we've had a really heartfelt email. Someone's yeah, had a massive just... brain injury, and we've been like, oh, you can't type properly. Oh,
1: it's, um, this is the longest I've typed with both hands in months. It's almost like I've forgotten how to do stuff. I can walk now. Much better than before, but really well. <laughs> no, I've still got the massive headache and I can still feel it holding me back. I feel singularly example,
0: mentally incapable of responding to this in an appropriate, yeah. in an appropriate exactly. way.
1: For example, this email took way too long to write because my left hand keeps cramping for some reason. I don't know. Oh. I've decided along with my school to continue with my subjects, sit one A-level this year and sit the other two next year. Hopefully this will work. So long as progress is being made at this current rate, all should be golden. Good, golden, happy dancing rainbows, and all the lucky charms, etc.
0: Oh god, I feel terrible, damn. We've we've decided to go through one of the most serious emails we've ever received. Someone's had massive brain problems, and we've decided to go through it whilst we're both steaming drunk.
1: You're sincerely gonna troll ya or any other spelling variation
0: of this? What? They were trolling us the entire time? I don't know. Well Ham, there's a TLDR, what's the TLDR that they provided?
1: I heard a reader write in to let you guys know as to what's going on with them, and I've decided to let you know there are two of us. Uh, what it is with you guys collecting people with chronic migraines, and why your voices are somehow helping. If there's another person who comes forward, I'm going to get, I'm, I'm need you guys to get tested or something. No, so I don't think they're trolling. Um,
0: oh, God. So basically, by us reading out their email, but sorry, I should say by you reading out their email, we have hopefully helped? I hope oh god i, I mean gonna troll you good luck it sounds like you know do send in a follow-up with like where you're at yeah, at the please moment do. Uh, because we do want to know much as i am in not a fit state to really make any executive decisions i do want to hear from you and where you're at at the moment um because i we care about you're all, you're all the readership is our is the wiki cast we are our children you know? And we we look out for our children, okay? We do. So, let us know how you're getting on. Okay, uh, gonna troll you. Um, Also, did you see what they followed this up with? No. Uh, They said, also, hashtag Team Cat. Sent from my iPad. Oh, really? So. Jeez. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, gonna troll you. That's I, I don't care if you're trolling. That's A support for Team Cat is a support that I will take at this very Absolutely. instant in time. Well,
1: ha- happy... Uh, happy Festag. Happy, happy Festag. Happy New Year. Holy heck. Hecking Ruddy George, I hope you get better Hacking soon. Hecking Ruddy George, yeah. Me too. Oh, this has been a fucking <laughs> mess. This is like um,
0: boozy bowling. Oh, don't even remind me. That was such a nightmare to edit. So, Dan, what... What have we learned today? Oh, fuck.
1: I don't have the Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I think I closed. I, t- I like Alt Tab. It, 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 it was
0: Lith- Lithuania in the 2010 yeah, Summer I got Olympics?
1: It, I got it. No, Youth Olympics. Lithuania at the 2010 Summer Youth Olympics. Yes. We know that they did they got four medals, three golds, one bronze. Yes,
0: well done Lithuania. Representatives
1: for basketball, swimmers, boxers, modern pentathlon, judo athletes, gymnasts, rowers, canoers, sailors. Um we then we found the song, the theme song. I still haven't song I still haven't the... heard
0: it. You know what? Let's no. let's include a second of that song right now in the edit. Good luck, future Simon. That wasn't that lovely? I really enjoyed what that second. Treat. I really like it. Yeah, it was great. It had mm-hmm. Sean Kingston, who hasn't done anything since he's been in a speed boating accident. <laughs> Jesus. We did this because I'm you gonna... donated to charity. That's why you did this to us, okay? So thank you very yeah. much for your donations to charity. Thank you. Oh. And
1: hopefully this year is going to be filled with happiness and joy for everybody and the WikiCast will get up to some even more mad, mad antics we're in our second season officially Ugh. oh god we are um, so we'll need to do like new merch at some point incidentally we did have an email from a couple of people asking about merch uh, I'm sure we're going to do some more down the line that's going to be your um, job
0: that's the uh, John Rutter Memorial School for Injured yes, Swans yeah. shirt it will happen it will happen um, I will see it's it just a, I will make sure it yeah. happens I will keep pestering Dan until it happens make it so make it so tea yeah. oh grey hot Data, Part Data. on my face. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> That's all for this week's episode. Perfect. Don't forget to subscribe to us, the new podcasting service of choice. You can like us on Facebook, and if you'd like to see our faces, check out our YouTube channel, Spongy and Electric. Uh... uh... <laughs>
1: And other thoughts on the show can be sent to us at spongyelectric at gmail.com We'd love to hear from you <laughs>
0: Oh, f- me oh, God.
1: We're on Spotify
0: We are official podcasters this,
1: this This is, I mean
0: Oh, oh God Danby, Happy I blame New Year, with, everyone Danby, I blame you for providing me with this Join us again for another tumble down the wiki rabbit hole 3 to... And we'll see you well, next time. And we'll see you next and time. And we'll see oh, you next time.
1: Fuck. Fuck. <laughs>